Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mediacom Connected podcast. I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom, and I'm, I've got two introductions today, which is rather exciting. I'm not only introducing our guest, but I'm also going to introduce a new co-host, uh, Sasha Awuzu, who is absolutely fantastic and has stepped in because Andrew, the beloved co-founder of the Connected Podcast, has gone to focus on some other areas. Sasha works in TED and we'll get to know Sasha, regular listeners and new listeners over the next few weeks and months. So hello, Sasha. Thank you, Sue. Hello to everyone. And I'm delighted to be on the podcast today. I'm also interviewing and 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 our guest today is Begonia. Hello, Begonia. Hello, Sue. Hello, Sasa. It's a pleasure Ooh. to be here. I'm glad pleasure. to have you here. She is the CEO for Mediacom Spain, where she's worked for the last 11 years, so over a decade. And prior to this was sales director at a Spanish radio and television station, RTVE. She's a co-member with me of the Global Belonging Council, which we're both very proud to serve on, which was set up by Nick Lawson to ensure that we're at the forefront of creating and leading the very best culture, culture of belonging in any agency in the world. So let's kick off. Sasha, first question to you. Well, firstly, I'd like to say that I'm very excited to be co-hosting the Connected podcast. And I'm also very excited to speak to our guest today. So um, my first question would be, considering the impact that COVID has played over the last year, how has it been for you, not only on the work level, but also personally? Uh, I would say 2020 was the year that we truly realised what matters uh, in terms of, sorry, personally and professionally. And uh, it is people and human bonding. And uh, I'm not saying uh, we needed the pandemic uh, to be uh, aware of it or to notice that. But this year, um, my team as the most factor makes the difference. And um, we as a team have been able to learn from each other, uh, to face new challenges together in person personally and professionally and adapt us to this crazy uh, situation. And we make it our way, putting the people first, taking uh, care of each of one and sharing ideas and responsibilities. And as a result, I believe we are stronger than ever. We consolidate our bonding with clients and they appreciate how we reacted and help them in this changing environment. And so today we are more than ever, I think people first make the difference. And personally, uh, for me, it was a very challenging year. Mm -hmm. uh, I have learned a lot from this last year. I mean, um, I learned to be more passionate. Uh, I learned, um, I'm a hyperactive woman and impassioned woman uh, by nature. So I really learned to be more passionate, to listen more, uh, to put me more in the shoes of the other, uh, to try to understand uh, my team, to try to understand my clients. And um, I think it was a really good year because it gave us also the opportunity to think about the positive things, uh, to be more closer to our clients and to be more closer to our people and to be more closer to our Amiriacom teams because we feel uh, more close than ever. 
to all of them. That's, that's, that's really good to hear, to come out of last year, which was so difficult with such positivity. What experiences in your career or, or even your life to date taught you the skills to have that resilience? Mm, I think uh, sometimes uh, the saddest situation are the best teachers for you. Mm. And I can account for it. Uh, when we face critical scenarios, like looking big clients restructuring the company, or like you need to confront uh, being extra, uh, or sorry, or like losing our clients, or like uh, losing talent. So I think you need to be to confront uh, being extremely humble, and but also brave and innovative, and come out with new solutions and ideas. And um, when you face a new situation, something you hadn't handled before, your people give you the best. Uh, I'm a really uh, I'm a really happy or I'm a really um, a, for, a fortunate a woman because I'm surrounded by uh, the best talent and the best human being. My team is really, well, I can rely really uh, on, of, of, uh, on them and learn from them. So you learn how important again is to be surrounded by by this kind of people in terms of uh, talent and in terms of human being. And sometimes uh, you need uh, to, to, to learn um, to change, I mean, to adapt yourself. I'm, I'm not very young. I'm uh, becoming to be uh, a, a little more old than young, but I have really learned uh, more in the last year. And uh, what I learned is that uh, my my skills, uh, really good skills, is empathy. I can put. It's very easy for me to put me in the in the shoes of the others, to listen, to be passionate, and to understand the people and to motivate them to go ahead in difficult and complex situation. Also, my clients. I really liked what you said about adapting. I think that's ever so important. Um, being prepared to adapt, especially in such horrible times. And then also you mentioned relying on your colleagues. I think these are two key things we can definitely take out of this bad situation into the future. Um, I think those things are, are paramount. I want to move on to the theme of belonging. Um, so both yourself and Sue are co-chair members of the Global Belonging Council. So I know over the last year, there's been a massive push to drive sustainable change across diversity, inclusion, and of course, um, belonging. I wanted to ask, what does belonging mean to you and just how important is it for you? Mm, every day I feel happy to be surrounded by unique people who teach me something every day and motivate me to be better and to try uh, to do things better every day, to work hard, to achieve uh, my professionally and goals and personally goals uh, together. Um, again, belonging means to me being able uh, to always uh, to always uh, uh, challenge myself, to uh, helping others uh, to grow, contributing uh, with my little grain of sun every day, so that um, I can help others uh, and do my work and help my clients being myself, which is very important for me, 
not losing my uh, personality, my values, and my and my my human my personality. So uh, that uh, that is what I want for my for my for all the people working in my company, no? To feel this proudness, to feel exactly the same way I do. I mean that they can be themselves uh, as a person, uh, to feel free to grow as a professional and to feel free to contribute to the others, uh, also in terms of value, not only in terms of uh, talent or uh, technically, I mean also in terms of values and in terms of way of making things. And uh, you need uh, to be supported in an environment uh, that makes them feel this way. Uh, I'm really proud to belong to Mediacom. Uh, I think we are really taking uh, the care of the people. We are all, uh, my feeling and my perception is that uh, my team is a global level, my team is a regional level, and global uh, belonging committee. I see myself and to give my opinion and, and and, and to hear the opinion of the rest. So I think this environment is belonging for me. Uh, uh, super important, isn't it? That, that, yeah. that the idea that you can just bring your whole real self to work and you don't have to pretend to be something that you're not. And I agree with you. That's absolutely the feeling of the belonging council. And, and what we want is we want everyone in the world to feel like that. Um, yes. And we're on a journey because it's yes. easy. Yes. We are going to try our level best yeah. and best of that group of people is is going to be very good um yeah so 2021 we're a bit of a quarter of the way through um what do you hope to achieve have achieved by the end of this year by the end of this year i hope that um that um to close the year with the uh, new goals achieved for uh, for the team and our clients and also personally to to complete my to complete my challenges, I'm very excited uh, about the challenges we co uh, we have uh, had this year in the coming months at the at the sector level uh, with advertising and especially internally in the agency with our new positioning, uh, seeing the bigger picture. Uh, we are aware that the pandemic <coughs> has changed our uh, reality. And the coming months uh, will be allow us to be much, bueno, will will make us be more competitive, and uh, and offer agile and effective responses uh, in changing environment in real time, which will be not easy. And I'm confident that by the end of the year, uh, some important clients in the industry will still uh, feel confident with uh, with us. Will still uh, stand by our side. Uh, 2020 has been a great year in terms of uh, supporting our clients and our people in Spain. I hope uh, that uh, these big clients in the industry will will uh, stand by our, our side and will attract. We will attract uh, new clients that share our our vision for the future, and that we can uh, contribute uh, to make the business successful by seeing the bigger picture. And I'm also prioritizing the support and empowerment of my people. We are building a place where they uh, feel uh, every professional wants uh, to work, leading the industry in this uh, in these terms of diversity and inclusion, equal opportunities, 
and healthy environment. As I said, everybody should feel free and should be as as they are. So for me, it's key for uh, for 2021, and and this is my my objective for this year. Great objectives. I believe we're already starting to see some amazing work being produced just from everyone being understanding, pulling together and continuing to go above and beyond for our clients. I'm really interested and intrigued to see what can be achieved throughout the rest of the year. Um, so now we get to move on to my favourite part of the podcast and I'm really excited because usually I'm listening to this part of the podcast but now I actually get to ask the questions. So uh, this is the questions that we ask all of our guests and our first question is, what is your favorite line from a song, poem, or a book? Uh, uh, wisdom comes to us when it's no longer good for anything. This is uh, for, for, from uh, my favorite uh, novel, Love in Times of Cholera. It's um, uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I don't know if you know him. I think he wants to tell us that wisdom is not, not nothing but a journey, reading, ending, uh, never-ending uh, process uh, during your uh, life while you keep listening, reading, watching, and learning, and treasuring experience, and it never least. So life is a continuous challenge, and we, we need to, uh, uh, to be uh, proud or to be... Uh, fortunate that we have um, every day and um, a song uh, my my favorite song is from you do <laughs> I love you do uh, it brings me um, very very uh, good uh, memories from uh, when I was younger <laughs> and uh, it uh, it reminds me very great moments in my life, and uh, it make my heart beating. Still, my heart's beating when I hear them, and it's where the streets have no name, and um, and that's it. Well, we 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 only really allow one line, so we'll get, <laughs> we'll go with uh, we'll go with uh, the okay. wisdom one, I guess, which is about knowing what you don't know. But it was it was lovely to hear about your uh, passion for YouTube, unexpected. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you? I think my smartphone. A smartphone, yeah. <laughs> Allow that, yeah. It's very material, but my smartphone. Yeah. A, a beach towel. Lovely. A plane, my mountain bike, and my stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> tell us tell us about you know i'm gonna we're gonna find you some stilettos but what would be your perfect stiletto your My ultimate stiletto stiletto uh, is um, manolo blanik uh-huh what color i love uh, the uh, the uh, I, the black ones yeah. for uh, winter yeah. but i love the ones uh, that have the this color, uh, the um, a skill color, let's say, uh, for flesh summer. Color, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, lovely. And I think a woman in a stilettos is the more um, the more um, uh, keep her hair also uh, a, a good feeling. 
you know what I mean well for you for you yes for me I have a rule which is (laughs) I never wear shoes that I can't run in so you know because I never know where when I need to get out of somewhere quickly (laughs) (laughs) but that's a whole other story No, I'm, I, I, I use stilettos only when I know that I have, I can take it only some hours, but if I yes. have to take them all day, it's not, it's not easy. I mean, not I'm traveling right. a lot. I your skill. <laughs> I'm traveling a lot, so I'm taking my, my sports shoes always with me. <laughs> Moving on to the next question, what would you say is your single best skill? Empathy. You touched on this, didn't you? Yes, empathy, because, um, uh, and more than ever, because it's very important to put you in the shoes of the other. Mm. And it's very important in all the situations, and in all your versions of your life, personally, professionally, because uh, then you can understand. Where do you uh, think it came from, your skill at empathy? Where do you think it comes from? I think it comes from my, uh, from my when I was young, when I was very little. My father was uh, also like this, so I learned it from him. I think the first uh, form of learning or the best way of learning is the example. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing that in my in my father, and I was loving it. So I think it's a mix between. You are born like this also. Yeah. It's something that you are born like this. Mm. And then the example that you have. So I learned uh, from my father. Interesting. Because I think you can probably, you, I think you can learn empathy in two ways. I think you can learn it from being around people who are show empathy. I think you can also learn it from as a child from not being around people. You have it, which leads you to develop it. So it's, 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 it's super interesting to hear that. Um, what would you practice more if you had all the time and all the space to do so? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> I have so many things to do. Yeah. I love outdoor sports. I love to do sports. So um, mountain bike, bike landscape, snow, uh, skiing with my family, yeah. skiing in and um, I would like to do um, a big um, and um, how do you say in English a sport um, challenge like yeah. the Titan Desert I don't know if you heard, heard from it uh, which is about five days in the desert uh, with your mountain bike 100 kilometers every day right. in different situations okay. I will be more than happy to have the time uh, for preparing me for that challenge yeah. and do it because I think it brings you not only uh, from the from the sport uh, side it brings you a lot of learnings uh, for your life and you are there alone with your own um, faiths and with your own yeah. situations and I will really love uh, to make a challenge like that. Do you think with you have in my t-shirt? Really? Do you think you will? And I will too. Uh, sorry, so I, I would love to spend more time with my family. Sure. Yeah. I miss them in a lot of situations. Do you think you will find time to do this challenge? 
I don't know, but it's my it's one of my personal objectives. So. Okay. You, 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 I, I'm not going with you. <laughs> going with my husband, by the way. He'll come with me, but he has to wait for the opportunity. <laughs> that takes incredible physical and mental strength to do. So more power to you if you do decide to do it. Um, what fictional world would you live in and why? I will, I'm not a fan of this, this kind of fictional uh, films or something like that, but I will like to live in a world without envy, without stress, without sadness. Uh, I'm an optimistic person, so who works every day to improve things that surround us. And that is why I will like um, to give uh, uh, our world more, more uh, doses of, uh, of love, understanding and collaboration. And I'm always thinking that, um, uh, no, uh, someone is not smiling me. First, you have to smile to him. Mm-hmm. And finally, maybe after one week, he, this person will smile to you, but uh, things are becoming from ourselves. So I will really, I, I hate the conflict, so I would really like to live in a, in a, in a world without uh, this stress and this egos and this envy and sadness. So a world with more smiles, that's lovely. Yeah. Yes. And now the question that you cannot prepare for, which comes from <laughs> our questions from the School of Life, um, and I'm holding up three cards. Um, okay. I'd like to pick A, B or C. B. Describe a simple pleasure. A simple pleasure? Yeah, for you. Um, every night when I go uh, sleeping with my children, and sometimes I feel slept before I'm so tired with a little hand of my son, oh. uh, like this, and uh, I'm a uh, uh, realize how uh, how afford the fortunate or how um, I'm privileged uh, to have healthy son and and to can uh, to have a family like I have Lovely. that supports me and loves me and to have uh, some uh, beautiful sons and and uh, a work which is my passion so this is my moment it's <laughs> fantastic indeed thank you so much it was brilliant to hear from you today thank you both it was really a pleasure for me and thank you sue of course and thank you sasha it was great uh, to know you i hope uh, to hear you a lot in the next podcast i will be there and thank you for this great work that you are doing sue Uh, i'm really a fan of you and you are doing an incredible work thank you very much Thank you.